Welcome to the Souls and Stardust podcast. I'm Mio. And I'm Shannon. We're two soul sisters navigating through our human experience on a journey towards healing. Join us for a candid and fun discussion on all things spiritual, soulful, intuitive, and magical. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us again for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Today, we wanted to talk about this idea of past lives and remembering or recall of past life experiences or the energy that is carried with us from past life experiences. And this is an interesting topic because um, there are a lot of people who are down with this, right? They fully believe in it. They've had very vivid, potent experiences remembering their past life iterations. And then there are people who are just like, nope, we get one, we get one life and we, and, this and, is that's, it. It. Yep. and that's it, right? So um, just really quick, Mio, do you have, do you remember any of, any of your experiences? I mean, we can talk about so, a little bit, but like, do you, have you had recall? I have had, um, so, so I have done like some of the self, the regression, um, like on YouTube for the guided meditations to do a past life regression uh -huh. just to see what would happen. Yep. And there was one where I saw myself as like this older, I saw myself as like this older black guy. Um, and when I looked over or I was, I don't know if I was a woman or a man, I can't remember. But when I looked over at somebody else, I saw in their eyes, I saw the soul of one of my best friends <gasps> um, here in this lifetime. And it was like an instant recognition. So it was yeah. like, oh, cool. Like I, I understood um, that one was really cool. And then I've had other, uh, during meditations, um, I have always felt like I have either been a slave or a prostitute. Mm -hmm. And this has come about in different relationships in my life right now, uh, this lifetime, where it's like the dynamic of the relationship is master slave or um, like, like somebody ruling or dominate it's like it was crazy because then it was like it the kept power dynamic meditations and then in my real life yeah and then things were happening as I was like questioning is this real is this real or is this mm -hmm. just like my imagination kind of um because it just to be like I, I feel like we talked about this but um I don't it know was like I saw myself I don't know if we've gone into Did detail, I don't know. right? No, I don't think we have, but we don't like we, it'll be great yeah. to like dig into your experiences after we talk a little bit about why it's like, why it can be beneficial. But so for you, you, yeah, like, why you, the, the patterns, because it, it makes sense for some of the, the relationships in my life that I have felt different uh, mm -hmm. themes through, put it that mm -hmm. way, different themes with different people or, or in these, I don't know, past lives or alter, um, it was crazy because this all, this, it was about a year ago and I kept thinking like, I've been a slave before. I've been a slave. I've been a slave. Like I just knew it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was having dreams and visions of like the North star, the North star, the North star. And then I come, you know, across an article that was like Frederick Douglass. He named it the North Star because uh -huh. the slaves, when they would escape, they followed the North Star. Wow. And then I got like instant chills and goosebumps and like, 
it was one of those validating chills mm-hmm. where you're like, whoop, and there it goes because, you know, it just runs through you differently. Yeah, the yes um, bumps. I call them and the yes then bumps. The irony, um, mm-hmm. the person that I saw in those past lives as either masters or whatever controlling over me um, and my current life, they that same week mentioned they have always had nightmares about Harriet Tubman of all people. Oh my God. Like they would have nightmares of, they were scared of Martin Luther King and they, and Harriet Tubman in their dreams. Wow. And those are both like major mm-hmm. key themes of like, I was like, holy shit, did that really? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's so that was kind of a big one. And then I had uh past life reading, but we could talk about that. Okay. Well, I just wanted to comment. That's interesting that, you know, your recall of that past life or or that type of energy, and then that's actually relevant in your current life in certain ways. And then a connection, a soul connection that you have that is, you know, relatively intimate with you, right? Like it's very close to you um, is, Mm -hmm. is experiencing like the opposite side of that, like, you know, latent fear of those things that represent freedom and that kind of stuff. So to me instantly, I think, Oh, karmic, like that's karmic contract right there. Right. Like you're, that information is helping you. And then you, so you, that F word right there, freedom, right? So let's talk about that because there was, there was, um, a week where I had kept seeing horses and Mm. they were coming up like that synchronicity of horses, horses, horses. And then I met, um, girl, Sam, the twin flame, Sam. Yeah. Um, Psychic. She's a psychic medium in Las Vegas. And yep. So psychic Sam, um, that's not her. That's just how we refer. I guess. Um, when I had met up with her in person, she had been, Uh, meditating the night before and she had a horse necklace or a horse something and she goes I think I'm supposed to give this to you before I told her anything about the horses so that same day she gave me a horse necklace and I'd gotten um past life reading from the psychic eagle Christina eagle yeah on Instagram yep Mm -hmm. Christina eagle and when when I got the so this is all happening the horses the freedom when I got read by her complete stranger she saw me um in one lifetime with you know uh like on ranch kind of thing and like either like New Zealand or Australia or someplace like that and she said that was the lifetime that I had learned to manifest and that she goes I keep seeing horses all around you though and horses (laughs) represent freedom so Mm -hmm. that's incredible I can't wait to dig into this more because I've had some um I've had some really incredible, amazing experiences remembering a recall or, you know, even the deja vu effect of like, I've been here, I've done this before, um, that I've had some really amazing experiences with, with that kind of recall. But first let's talk about, you know, why would we, why would we even engage this idea of past life, um, energy or experiences and even like why would you why would you want to explore it further because you're living this life which that's a very important point to begin with but 
we are and when you're conditioned to not believe in anything close to this yeah yeah how touchy it can be to even talk about yeah and it's a philosophy right and so i like to say to people like i i ask them are are you familiar with past life um the past life phenomenon or like do you you know are you do you agree with that and and they'll either tell me yes or no and if they say no i say you know it's okay like some people um, it just takes it just takes a little while to come around to it, or some people just never do. But um, we have this ability to recall these different experiences that our soul has had, and so I don't force it on anybody. But I I do let people know, like you know, we are we span space yeah. time right as a soul. There, there's we like we should just really talk about we're soul first, right? We're energy first, and we are a physical body and a life, um, lastly, right? So our soul is perpetual and our experience that we have across space time, like, which actually doesn't exist, right? Like the soul's perpetual, anything that we engage in at the soul level that's encoded into our etheric DNA or like our soul fabric, right? So mm-hmm. whatever we're experiencing in the now moment, we have this whole catalog of other experiences that we carry with us as background, as context, as learning, as you know, education, as programming. Karma. Yeah, as karma, yeah. right? So, um, so it's we in they think about past life energy and those experiences as a way to understand ourselves better and perhaps what we are um, challenged with or what our strengths are in this current iteration and exploring this a little bit it really it just helps us learn more about ourselves and what we've Mm -hmm. potentially gone through or experienced or what like what are the lessons that we keep repeating (laughs) because we can't seem to like get it and that happens a lot right when when we're really starting out in our soul growth at at the soul level like we have there's a lot we have to take care of and then we've got to build that momentum and then over time as we go through each iteration we master those lessons a lot of times past life energy can be linked with um, trauma or phobias or chronic pain or um, chronic unexplained, like medically unexplainable conditions. And and it can even be um, mental states too, like chronic depression and that kind of stuff. Um, Irrational fears. Yes, irrational fears, definitely. And this is interesting because even if you don't believe in past life experiences, there are a number of, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of accounts documented by, you know, clinical therapists, psychiatrists who actually do regression therapy as a way to release trauma and phobia. And um, consistently a patient will be taken um, sometimes unexpectedly to a past life and where, where it will be a like shown or explained that chronic pain or um, a fear is embedded into their soul fabric based on an experience they had 200 years ago as somebody totally different. And, and that's really fascinating. So if you are interested in that kind of information, um, Dr. Brian Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, he has written many lives, many masters, and then he has other accounts too of past life regression. Um, Michael Newton, the journey of souls person. He has several books on accounting, you know, past lives and, and, but from the perspective of, of why we do it, like it's about soul growth. Like, what are you learning? Yeah. 
And then, um, yep. And Dolores Cannon is a really fantastic author, like explaining all these different experiences with people who have taken her on these very vivid recall, um, interviews. Yeah. I want to say like her whole story too, is just like, Oh, we started to help people lose weight and quit smoking. And then there were these common themes and the common messages and the common thing like that would keep coming up over and over from people across the world from each other mm-hmm. who didn't know each other, who had different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and what these all authors, what all of these authors say is once you engage that past life energy, it's like flipping a switch, right? Because your soul is reintegrating parts of itself at a conscious level. So then a lot of times the fears, the phobias, the chronic unexplained conditions disappear they evaporate so it's like this instant healing that can happen and or or healing very quickly over a short period of time and then another reason to engage this past life energy is like you you mio and i have both had very well this is true for us like we met and we knew like we just knew we were connected and so like past life energy we come into each iteration with within a small soul group of people. Like we have a soul family that's very close to us and we play different roles for each other in our learning. And then we have an expanded group of soul family that's not as close. Like think of it as your extended family, like second and third cousins. And they come in to lives with us um, regularly, but not all the time. And the I interesting- also see these as like your main supporting characters. In a yes. cast, You're, you have your ensemble cast as your like, your like a core. play. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so exploring past life energy is a way for you to understand your current connections that are very soulmate-esque with people in your current iteration. So Mio and I are definitely, we are soulmate energy. We've been told that by several people already. And Mio and I actually recognize that. Like we've done this many times before and we found each other and we knew that we would be able to. And um, it's picking up where we left off basically. Yes. And it's so beautiful. And a lot of people think about soulmates as like a romantic partner, but it can be your child, your dog, a best friend. It could be your lover. It can be your parents. It can be whatever. There's a lot of people that can fulfill that role of soulmate. It just means it's part of your like very close soul family. Past lives are a way for you to recognize people in your current life. Like, Oh, we've done this before. Like we've had some really crazy experiences together. It's, it's like, um, I, I, I was going back to the play thing or the school analogy where you're like, Oh, we went to school in elementary school and then we hook back up and see each other again in high school. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's the same person. They're just different, but it's mm-hmm. the same person in there. Yes. And I love that analogy just to go a little further with the connections with people. Like, there are times when someone comes into a life with us, like they make a deal with us, right? They're playing a role or they're going to walk with us in our life. They say, okay, I'm going to do this for you this life. And then you're going to get my back the next go around when I need something. And so it's kind of like this um, agreement to walk together or to, to stimulate learning in a certain way or um, you know, this, we call it, we can call it karmic connections, right? So you're like learning something very important, but there's other types of relationships too. Like, um, it doesn't always have to be like the balancing of karma or energy, but 
just as an example, my youngest son, he is six. He's going to be seven now. But um, when he, like his connection with me is super, super tight. Like we are very, very close. And um, like he came to me in dreams and meditation six months before he was conceived. Like he was ready. He was prepping Mm -hmm. me for the arrival. And um, I always saw him and experienced him as a little girl energy. So I thought he was going to be a girl. When I found out he was a boy, I was like, no, you have to check again. (laughs) And of course they didn't. It was a little boy. Um, Anyway, he, when he was, he was not quite three. He just out of the blue stopped me and said, mom, do you remember do you remember when I was a little girl and you were my sister? We were sisters. We were doing this together. And I looked at him. I was like, I don't remember that. Will you tell me what you remember? And so he tried to tell me, but he was like not quite three yet. And I had, it was interesting because I feel that fully in my heart. Like he presented himself as a little girl to me consistently before being born. And so I knew the truth of what he was speaking. And then I had somebody who didn't even know our story. Like I didn't even know her. She was reading for me and she said, you know, your youngest son came, he came into your, this iteration with you because you agreed to bring him through after he came into a life with you during a big energetic change before, like during a past life, he came in as your sister during a big energetic shift That's and you are returning the favor by bringing him through as your mother, as, as his mother during this one. And I was like freaking mind blown, right? Like it's, it's incredible. And I have amazing stories about my boys talking about past lives too. And um, so, an, you know, another reason to try to engage this topic is like, and you don't have to get consumed by it right either, but it's really interesting because it helps you understand your connections to people in your lives that feel very close to you. You feel bound to them energetically. Yeah. Like don't, don't obsess over it, but it's just cool. Cause it's just that feeling too, when you meet somebody and you're just like, Oh my God, you're, you're so familiar to me. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. I've never met you, but I feel like we know each other forever or that, you know, you just pick up on them or you're just in, so synchronized and in tune. Absolutely. And it's a really, it can be a really wonderful experience. And so my, the, the experiences that I've had in recall and regression, um, exploring past lives have served a number of purposes, right? So it can be healing of fears for me or, um, you know, integrating my strengths over space time into the current life. And, um, also just letting go, letting go of trauma and also to help prepare me for my current work in this life and stepping into more things, a couple of really vivid experiences I had actually happened on a healing table when I was having energy work done and um, various modalities. And I struggled for a while with like pains, like cranks in my neck, like muscle tightness to the point where you can't turn your neck or turn your head uh, very far in a certain direction. And this was a consistent thing for me. Like I would get massages every other week and, and like, we could never remedy it. And I finally was laying on a healing table with a dear friend of mine, who's an energy worker. And she was doing some, um, combination work on me, like modalities. And she was at my neck and at the base of my skull. And as she was working, there was a release that happened. And in the span of like four or five seconds, 
I saw very vividly that I was a woman in period dress, probably early um, 1800s, could have been even like late 1700s. And I was being hung by the neck by a rope um, because people thought I was a witch. And I know that people are like, oh yeah, I was hung as a witch in a past life, right? Like that's kind of a joke when we joke in this community yeah, about but it. I but I actually that. was hung for being a witch, but I was not a witch. I was just a woman. I was very good at um, identifying medicinal plants and I harvested them and dried them and I made teas and tinctures for people for healing. And then people thought I was a witch. So I was killed in the side and, and my neck was snapped when I was hung. And that was the side of my neck that I would always get a crink on and I couldn't turn Dang. my neck. Right. And so like four <laughs> or five second recall, and then that energy dissipated and I haven't had a problem with cranks in my neck since. That's exactly how it is because the body, <laughs> because it's, it's like, yes, the body feels pain, but the memories are stored in the soul. Mm -hmm. And so if the soul is replaying that, mm -hmm. it's going to resonate and signal to the brain because that's the body you're in right now. So yep. just like a me stick and a USB drive into you, yep. you're basically loading yep. the soul's recollection of, yep. of all it's of that bringing it to your conscious awareness, right? It's like bringing the file up on your computer screen to be able to read it, right? Yeah. So in another healing session, I was having energy release happen and um, I didn't have any like particular pain associated with this one, but it was definitely a fear about um, protecting my children. And um, I saw myself as um, a Jewish mother with two children that was um, being taken to a concentration camp and we were filing into lines and I had my two children with me and we got to the point where um, they took, they took my children from me and I went one way and my children were screaming being taken to in another direction. And then, and it was like a wisp of smoke. I saw it all and then it was gone. And then that energy was released. Right. So in that case, those, this was in a meditation. Or? It was in a healing session. I was having energy work done again. Oh, for you. Okay. Yes, for or me. On you. Yep, on me. For yep. you, on you. Okay. Yeah. So this is what you were experiencing. Yeah. So, and I want to say too, like, you know, most of us, we've done this hundreds of times, right? Some of us have done it thousands and thousands of times, and, um, and we've all done pretty much like everything been everything right like the full spectrum and most of it's pretty boring <laughs> like you know a lot of people want to think about oh I was someone famous or you know Cleopatra or whatever and um mm -hmm. you can you yeah. can get stuck in that if you so, want to but the reality is is you probably did just very mundane boring things you and you were, were probably you were working through for ordinary like <laughs> yeah. So here's what's interesting. When I got that, that reading done from Christina, mm -hmm. um, she brought up uh, that, what did she say? That I had been a Tibetan monk. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's the, so basically she's like, okay, so, sorry. <laughs> a Tibetan monk where that's the lifetime where I learned about meditation. Mm -hmm. And then she would move me to, an, and she goes, okay, then in her mind she in the globe and 
ask spirit to take her to another lifetime somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's where she saw where my grandmother was a medicine woman. And that's where I had learned a lifetime of being of mediumship mm. came naturally in that lifetime. But then it's also paired up because she was medicine woman or something like that, which is ironic because that grandmother in this life was into like, like her brother was a chemist and they were into perfumery and that kind of cool like, like for not for medicinal but then the lifetime with the with the horses mm-hmm. um and she saw somebody in my life being my spouse in that one mm-hmm. except for I was the husband um and so that was interesting she's like that one was a very plain mundane life but that's yeah. how you learn to manifest that type of life you wanted a life of peace mm-hmm. and you manifested you know, this perfect life that was perfect for you in Mm -hmm. that setting. Oh, she saw like stars. So she, again, she was like the third or fourth person that has seen me come from a non-human origin, I guess you could say. Yeah. Stars. It's like, yeah, she could see in so many words, like, yeah, like being part of the stars somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's so rad because I have an amazing recollection to from that <laughs> like that yeah because so, you were the first person that ever saw it when tuning into me mm-hmm. and then I've had other friends who were like super intuitive do the same thing where they're yep. like they see the non yeah which is cool you're not it's from around to- here are you <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it it's so interesting I actually had an, a non-human, I've had several non-human recalls and I was in Sedona last year, just about a year and a half ago. And I was hiking and I kept coming across these three women, like we kept crossing paths and I knew I was going to meet somebody that I, that was from a past life. I, I knew it was going to happen and I knew I needed to meet that person. And finally, like the circumstance presented I, I had to talk with them for some, for whatever reason, we ended up talking and I looked at this one woman, they were introducing themselves to me and I looked at this one woman and I shook her hand and we introduced our names and she was looking me right in the eyes and she said, you're not from around here. And I said to her, I'm not even from this galaxy. And we both started laughing and she's like, I remember you. I know you. Oh and God. I'm like, I know. It's so nice to see you again. And she just gave me the biggest hug. And it was like finding a long lost sister, right? That you hadn't That's seen insane. in a thousand years. And I have, I have uh, the goosebumps. It was over. just, it was the coolest thing ever. And it really, the only thing that needed to happen between us was that we met and we remembered, and then we exchanged like whatever energy that way. And then it was done. And so it, it would just like, I laugh about it. I actually wrote a poem about it. Cause I thought it was, it's just hysterical. Like, you know, how many times you, is that going to come out of your mouth with somebody? Like, I'm not even from this galaxy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or me either. But, um, yeah, but so I, that I was a really, you bring up though, that it's more about an energetic exchange and then yeah. you move on. Yeah. Like not everybody in your life has to be super important. Yep. Yeah. Or profound. Or sometimes it's just like we carry with us healing vibrations we carry with us light encodements in our soul dna because of all of these experiences that we have and sometimes our biggest gift to another is to 
exchange energy in the information that happens that we don't see or hear or feel, but we know that connection is relevant and that maybe that's all that's needed. Um, it's like getting an upgrade or it's like getting a, you know, it's like getting some new software, right, for your computer. A couple of experiences too, when I was really trying to understand my path in this life as a healer. And so I had set the intention to pull forward or into this current life, all of the mastery that I had obtained over all of my iterations where I was a master healer. So I had been very intentional about wanting to bring that all to my consciousness in this life so that I could really step into my work as a healer. I had um, just I had two really incredible experiences that um, they, they were so vivid. So I know that this is truth. Both of them happened in meditation. And so the first one I am going to tell you this story because it's just like, it just blows my freaking mind every time I think about it. I was actually in the desert doing some soul journeying work of my own. And I was sitting in this place that um, was known as the birthing, birthing caves, right? So they're just cliff dwelling ruins where um, long time ago, um, indigenous people would go up to these caves and have their babies, right? And then, and then the families would wait down below. And so I was sitting in one of these with a beautiful view and it was a wonderful day. And um, I was all by myself, which was kind of a rare thing for this location. And I just, I kind of settled into a light trance meditation. Soon enough, there was this old woman who appeared and she sat down next to me and she had this earth tone clothing on that was made of animal skins. And then these like, um, this like fabric, it was like a woven fabric and she had like feathers tied in her hair and she had long white, wild, wispy hair and wrinkles, deep wrinkles and leathery skin. And her eyes were blue and, um, she was carrying this huge book. Like this book was like 20 inches thick and she sat down next to me and I was looking at her and she, she just started telling me about who she was, what she did there, um, what her job was. And she said, I'm so old that the people in this tribe call me the enigma because I'm way older than what anyone ever lives in their life here. So I get to do the work here because of who I am and how old I am. And then she said, I'm not from here. It's because I'm not from here. I carry medicine with me from across the stars and I get That's to do wild. my job here because of that. And she explained what her job was. She said she was the midwife to new life, but she was also the witness to death. So she helped people come in and then transition out. But she specifically said, these are people from the stars that are being born into earth life. And then she, so, she opened this book and started going page by page with me. And this book was written in this language that I knew I recognized, but I couldn't read it, right? Like they, the symbols were familiar and it was written in like liquid gold light. She's going page by page. And I looked at her and I looked at the book and I looked at her again and I said, we're going to be here for a while. And oh like God. I was being sarcastic <laughs> and she looked at me and she's like, no, I'm putting it all into your soul which is what I had asked for, right? Like, remember my intention. She's like, I'm putting it all into your soul. You're going to remember it as you need it. And you're going to remember it in your dreams. And I will be teaching you 
while you sleep and while you work. So she said that to me and then she closed the book and gave it to me. And then she said, I have to show you something else. And then she put her forehead to my forehead and I blinked my eyes. And then I was seeing everything from her perspective through her eyes and all of these flashes of work that I did, that I was doing and how I helped people, how I um, communed with the cosmos, how I used the medicine, how I pulled it through my body. And then she said, don't you see, I am you, you are me. You did this work too. And then I blinked again and she was gone. And so then I said to myself, holy shit, I'm pretty sure I just met a version of myself from thousands of years ago. That experience sticks with me like it just happened yesterday. And it's so profound to me because I had not only set the intention that I wanted to pull forward specific knowledge of how I had mastered um, energy as a healer and how I applied it. And then to have that kind of experience happen for me was really remarkable. It was, it was so fine. All of that. Yes. It just totally, oh my God, it's so crazy. I mean, it took me a long time to integrate that too. Like I had to write about it and I like, I'm still integrating from that and I'm still receiving information um, in dream time and in session about how to use energy as medicine. Um, So that was a very like potent (laughs) experience of a past life recall. a lot to digest. We just wanted to talk about this kind of like on a surface level and just on a fun, like lighthearted exchange of stories and and so forth. You know, I want to hear everybody else's stories. I know I have some friends who've had some readings and some crazy dreams and some crazy validations by looking, but dreaming of themselves in certain lifetimes and then actually Googling and looking up the person Mm -hmm. and they actually existed and, you know, stuff is real, man. So depending on how people receive this episode, we can totally, I have so many experiences about with my children and um, how do you help children through this kind of recall? And, and then, you know, what do you do with this information once you have it? So we can actually probably do an extended, you know, episode on this too, but I guess my biggest, my biggest point though is like, you don't have to get stuck in who you were or what you did because um, it's helpful. Like you can use this to your advantage as you pull forward all of what you were so that you can let go if trauma occurred or, but, or you can integrate something that you were really, really good at because it's there. It's just hidden in your DNA. You just want to bring it up to your conscious awareness for release or for further integration. But we are in this life right now. Like, and that's what matters, right? So we don't have to get stuck in like who I was and I did this and I was important then, or like this happened to me. You don't have to like wallow in it or, right you know be stuck it, in this to, like other experience perspective of like if your soul is the actor you wouldn't be talking about your character in another movie in the current movie you're filming exactly like yep right it wouldn't yep. cross over like that you are there to perform that role but it's also good to know who you are on the inside yeah collecting it's good to, all of these different experiences yeah and, it's like the library of who you are right so like what have you experienced and what have you gained as lessons through those experiences and how does that help you now right so that's the advantage of exploring this like past life energy 
and reading about it. And it also, it's like, it's very, very healing to actually move through some of the trauma that has happened over t- over space time. But that was super Love fun. It. And I look forward to more discussion. So I'm glad that if you're joining us, <laughs> we're so grateful for you. And we hope that you look forward to more that we put out. Yep. Stay magical. Stay magical. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Connect with us on Instagram at Gratitude Maven and at Your Intuitive Friend. Until next time, stay Stay magical. magical.